attention. Whatever you see outside, the mountains, the lakes, people, they are all illusions created by the senses and the mind together. Welcome to Dungeons and DMing. This is James. I am your local dungeon master here today, and we are going to be going over the races of Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Um, just real quick about myself, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons for about 15 years now as a player as both and a DM, and just wanted to do some podcast information to kind of go through what my experience is, some creative ways you can use things. And just hopefully it helps you make your your time as a player or your time as a GM easier, better, you know, more immersive kind of information like that there. So uh, I'm going to be going over first the ASMR race uh, from the Volos Guide and uh, kind of just some information about them. So we'll get started here. So ASMR are your celestial touched humans, you know, basically kind of considered uh, the opposites of the tieflings there. Um... So they have, you know, that, that celestial spirit within them there, and that's what's going to be guiding them slash affecting how they live their lives and their experiences there. Uh, so things about the ASMR when you're creating them, when you're playing them. Uh, when I think of an ASMR and the ASMR I've had in games before, um, generally they keep themselves hidden. Uh, they don't let a lot of people know that they're ASMR. They don't let a lot of people, you know, into that until they, you know, they, they trust them there because, uh, because they are that celestial touched, they sometimes are hunted by fiends, abyssals, uh, cause that's a valuable soul that they've got there. So some things you want to keep in mind when you create an ASMR or when you are running a game with an ASMR in it is where did that soul come from? What was the situation surrounding the birth of that person? You know, do they have a destiny? Um, are they there for something greater? Uh, is anything, is anything aware that they exist already? Is anything after them? Are there cults and churches and things like that that want to make sure they, they capture them? Uh, how, do, how do NPCs and how do the other players and kind of what's their history, how have they interacted with them? Because as ASMR, generally people naturally gravitate towards liking you you know, making sure that you, you know, they, they have just an affinity towards you. So how you deal with that, how their kind of backstory goes forward, or how you interpret how NPCs and things like that interact with them, you just want to keep in mind. And then also you need to have sort of a, a god system set up, whether it's the one from the book or whether it's kind of a mishmash. I, in my games, tend to make uh, kind of a combination of the god systems there. If I need one, I'll make one up. If... Uh, but also sometimes they steal from the the uh, Forgotten Realms ones there. Um, and you just want to have an idea of what your god system is going to be before because it's important for a few things in the ASMR and you know, some plot hooks, things like that. So another cool thing about the ASMR that they add for the player and the GM is the Angelic Guide. Uh, so it's in the book there. Uh, I'm not going to read it to you, but the 
main thing I like to point out from it is it's a great way for the DM to insert hooks, um, tie things together, get messages to the player in a completely reasonable way because they have a celestial being who's watching out and sending them messages. So the angelic guide in the book gives you some guides on how to create it, um, gives you names and kind of what's important to them there. Uh, I'd recommend before even going into that, from, from what I said before, setting up kind of what your divine information is like. Because if you don't have like a divine system already, it's going to be weird to see kind of how you how you guide somebody with, with their angelic guide. So in the book there, it gives you names. As I said, it gives you uh, kind of how they can act. I didn't roll on that chart. I just made kind of what I needed to fit with the... Uh, the campaign idea I had so I'd recommend you know doing what works for you there absolutely but uh, when my in particular in the game I'm running right now with the ASMR they run with getting messages in the form of like visions like uh, blackouts where they just see flashes and images like there that I've pre-prepared to make sure you know I'm getting what I want across because uh, you know don't want to be don't want to be too confusing and make it up. We want to make sure it fits. So I like to make that up, kind of prepare what they're going to see, that flash, that vision before time. Um, so Angelic Guide's great way for the DM to get involved. Make sure you kind of have an idea of where they're coming from, you know, and some a little bit of background for that Angelic Guide. Now about the actual race mechanics subclass itself here. So ASMR, they get plus two to charisma. Kind of what I mentioned before when people said that they, they naturally like them. Uh, that's that reflected in that charisma bonus there that just every ASMR gets. And then it has, of course, the three subclasses. That is the Protector, the Scourge, and the Fallen. Uh, so just the base charisma gives you the idea that you're probably going to, most people probably going to think about running a Paladin, a Sorcerer, or a Warlock with the ASMR there. And the subclasses kind of just go to support that. Now, I'm a big fan of doing whatever you want with whatever races you have. So, you know, if you want to make an ASMR barbarian, you know, hey, more, more, more power to you. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool things you could do with mixing and matching things that don't necessarily fit uh, with the stat bonuses there. I tend to, in, in my games, use the rolling system. Uh, that's why I think it just allows for a lot more customization where you don't have to pick a particular race uh, because with that rolling system it allows you to put the stats where you want them to be and uh, it's it re really helps make some interesting characters there out of some differenting race combinations but if you don't use that the, the charisma bonus is here and the uh, th with the protector which is going to be the Kind of the this this really emphasizes sort of like the paladin kind of version of it like the oh here's this person who's going to be coming to your protection there um they they get the increase to wisdom which again is paladin stat there uh the scourge one gets the increase to constitution which is really good for everybody uh and then the fallen gets the increase to strength which okay yeah well, no, no issue there so playing those you just want to decide kind of what the attitude of your character is i mean protector as i've said paladin because they want to go in there they want to make sure you know they're protecting the weak smiting the righteous sorry not smiting the righteous protecting the weak and smiting the unrighteous uh scourge really fits seems to be like with a vengeance paladin somebody sort of just goes in there and uh you know 
takes stuff down, radiates a glowing energy. And with it being a DM, it's really exciting to be able to describe kind of what happens. So, you know, whether the, the protector, it grows when it gets its third level ability, where you get the, uh, the glowing wings there, you know, the, in the flying speed for one minute. Uh, with a protector that's pretty cool the scourge uh you were looking at just gets erupted with this divine energy uh so you want to talk to your players about what god system they kind of like there and with the fallen a little bit different obviously they get these uh scary wings here essentially that do the uh do the do the frightening ability there so um you would want to you want to make sure that you kind of have an idea of where your character is coming from, where that celestial spirit came from, because that can help you kind of reskin or describe a little bit better kind of what's going on. So, you know, if the protector is from a, you know, a certain lawful type of guy there, maybe they do have just the glowing white wings, uh, you know, feathered wings there, or maybe if there's something different, then, hey, they go from there. So that's a good one to do. The scourge, you know, you kind of want to know what kind of what, colors the radiant light that bursts out of them what do people see uh how does that affect them and then the skeletal wings the same thing yeah what do those look like where do they come from you know the first time it happens especially you kind of want to make it a big deal because it's a pretty cool feature of that race uh, so i'd take a look at that um and as i said it's important to make sure you know what god you're working with there because then that's going to flavor all of that stuff and uh this is also a good place where players as well as DMs, you guys can talk about it and decide before third level, do other people know that you're an ASMR? Um, because obviously once you pop out some wings or start glowing with radiant energy, people might figure some things out there. So certainly want to know what they'd be. Uh, but main classes I'd pick with them again, Paladin, Sorcerer, Warlock, but you know anything could be exciting there. Fighter, uh, a lot of the martial classes because they get the... Uh, they have the strength and constitution subclasses there uh, so very very cool very cool race good for a dm a lot of introduces a lot of plot hooks things like that um and a lot of customization on what they can be if you don't necessarily need to have them exactly match up with that class there so pretty pretty cool asmr there so that's going to be our talk on asmr if you had any questions anything to add anything you like didn't like uh please let me know Email address is dungeonsanddming at gmail.com. And uh, I'd like to see if you have any questions. Be happy to take them there. Uh, so next one I'm going to talk about is dwarves. So we'll get started on the dwarves here and uh, go into our mountain and hill dwelling folk. Uh, but thank you very much for listening to Dungeons and DMing. I'm James, and happy gaming.